Hey everybody, it's your boy, Eduardo Jackson, CEO, founder, creator of the Cinema Draft Game, and coming at you this week with just the shot list. It's been a while since we've done one of these. We've had an excellent run of guests. I thank all my friends who stopped by the, the, the podcast, shared <laughs> some controversial and not so controversial views and hot takes, but <clears throat> uh, with it being a holiday week, a kind of weird holiday week slash weekend, extended weekend, what have you, didn't want to bother anybody to come on the podcast, decided I was going to do just a shot list. No, it's not. I couldn't get anyone on the pod, just didn't want to bother anybody. Um, everyone's been really gracious with their time. So it's been a while since we've done one of these, you know, just the shot list off the top of the dome, no notes, just kind of stumbling through, looking at some of the values to be had in the cinema draft game, maybe even, you know, doing a, doing, doing a call sheet or two, uh, trying to figure out some strategy on the fly, you know, seeing where, <clears throat> where the value this week may, may lie, may lay. I, don't, I think it's may lie. God, I got an English degree. I still can't get that one right. Anyways. Um, so also, yeah, I thought about doing, you know, one of those, oh, I don't know, podcasts with, you know, based around the 4th, like what movies are based on Independence Day or the 4th of July, and then quickly you get to find out that, oh, it's like Independence Day and then 4th of July and the movies suck really badly right off from there so i won't put that won't foist that upon you guys we'll just we'll get into some and some strategy some 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 call sheet stuff for you <clears throat> uh and yeah and i guess you know with the with the holiday yesterday we're off to a good start it's only wednesday and we've almost got the background talent full good job keep it up guys that's what i like to see Let's get these contests full. The more people who play, the more money we can give away. And so let's just clear out the lane on one of these on one of these call sheets. You know how I like to do. I like to start the background talent. You know, kind of find my feel my way up, so to speak, <laughs> as I figure out my strategy on the fly. And it's it's still early. It's 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 Wednesday. I don't even think. Um, Box Office Pro, those our friends over at Box Office Pro have even done any of their projections yet. So we're really going to be creating some some avant-garde strategies as we move along. <clears throat> so I cleared out my my background talent call sheet, so we can start from scratch. Oh, there we go, contest lobby. So let's get up in here. Quick draft a call sheet, and, and so, and you know, and one advantage I do have over others is that I get to see the true bird's eye view because I did create the actor value system. But as last week showed, in <laughs> you know, let's, let's take let's quickly take a look at the, the results from last week actually, because I was my contest my my uh, call sheets were an abysmal failure. I, I tried something a little bit out of the box. I, I really was grasping for a strategy and it did not work out so well for your boy. Um, yeah, let's take a look at the call sheet in the feature presentation. It was pretty bad. Um, and only because I thought I could fade the juggernaut that was or that is despicable me. Au contraire, mon frere. Didn't work out so well for your boy. Did not work out so well. As you can see, there, it was kind of bunched up at the top. Some of our usual suspects 
We got Gamble 24-7. We got the God of Cheese tied with uh, Ring Balls 22. And actually, you know, the God of Cheese has been coming on really strong of late, not coincidentally tied to the fact that he is a group chat member. Welcome. Come one, come all. And I do believe I, I was, I was kind of off out of the group chat yesterday as it was the 4th of July. And I, I mean, you know, no no rest for the weary, but uh, I definitely um, uh, uh, did, wasn't as active as normal, but I do believe we welcomed a new mem a member, Smee. Welcome to the group chat, Smee. Um, <clears throat> and, you know, it is, it, was a good, it was a good week for group chat members. Uh, the top five, all five are in the group chat. I don't know what that says about the group chat, but if you want to be a winner, if you want to win this game in Cinema Draft, it might behoove you to poke your head up in there every now and then, uh, just in case people are wondering what the heck I am talking about with our with our group chat. I am talking about, uh, and, and actually the, the easiest way to get there, to be honest with you, is probably to go to our Facebook page, and I'll drag that across for you right now. Go to our Facebook page, uh, facebook.com slash cinemadraft, uh, oh, and also, I mean, this might actually go up in time now that I think about it, but I will be part of a fireside chat <clears throat> uh, at StepUpTF on Twitter. Her name is Alicia Silberg. Very cool South African accent. Uh, you know, I'm not going to, I can't do a South African accent, so I'm not going to try one for you guys. But uh, the South African entrepreneur Alicia Silberg has these fireside chats. I don't know. I mean, I, I like the idea. Very cool. Um, I think she's doing it live from New York City. I'll be on this this um, multi-country uh, Skype chat. Um, but it's July, <laughs> and it's 10 a.m. over there, 7 a.m. Pacific. Not sure if you'll have a fire going, but you know what? I'm down. Let's let's do it. Uh, that's that's going on 7 a.m. Pacific time, 10 a.m. Eastern time, uh, July 5th. So some of you, by the time you hear this, will be ill of past, but that's what I'll be doing with my morning today. Um, and so, so yeah, some of the, some of the easiest ways to, get to access the group chat, go to our Facebook page, click on the notes section. As you can see, our our press release announcing our WeFunder crowd raise, and here it is. Join our group chat. You click on see more handy link on joining the group chat. And there it is, Marcus Graham's Secret to His Salmon from my favorite movie of all time, period. No debate! It is, of course, Boomerang. So jump in there. We have, oh, wow, we, we, we've got some people up in there. Nice. Nina, welcome. Hopefully you're not a troll. <laughs> uh, yeah, some of our favorites, uh, some of our past podcast guests, Kiana's in there, The Roan, Jay Devlin. Fam of the pod. We miss you, Jay Devlin. Come back on the pod. Um, so, yes, yeah, so all your favorite people are in there freely discussing strategy. It's always a good time in the public cinema draft group chat. And, yes, it's back to my dismal performance, my bot, my uh, call sheet last week. Just going to take a quick look at it, see what did not work. I was all in on Baby Driver. Fun movie. I really enjoyed it. Maybe I enjoyed it too much because I put too much faith in it. Uh, it only did about 21 million at the box office. I mean, I don't know. Maybe if this sucker had done maybe 28 million, I stood a shot. 
because 28 times 1.4, 39.2 times 278. I mean, it still, I mean, it was, you know, it was asking for a lot out of a baby driver. It really was. Um, yeah, I still, I still could have gotten there. You had to have a despicable, a despicable me headliner. That's, that's all there was to it. And I tried to think outside the box. And sometimes, sometimes you got to take a chance. You know, I, I, what can I say? I run a tech startup. I live a high variance lifestyle. So I took a shot. I failed. Uh, kudos again to Gamble Twenty Four Seven, Gamble Twenty Four X Seven, recent group chat edition, uh, all time money leader. You know, the guys won over fourteen hundred dollars playing a free game in like what the last six or seven months. So kudos to him. Um, you know, and he had you know. Kristen Wig headliner, the cheaper the two headliners from Despicable Me, um, as well as a, as well as uh, two four packs of <clears throat> Baby Driver, the Big Sick, and it was and the difference was the Mummy, you know, Sophia Butella and the Mummy, um, whereas uh, the God of Cheese and Ring Balls twenty two, um, perennial top five. Ghosts, they haunt the top five regularly. They went with uh, Javier Bardem from Pirates of the Caribbean. So limited release, which looked like a dumpster fire this week, proved to be the difference. So once again, kudos to Gamble24x7, our call sheet of the week. And also make sure that you're going to medium.com slash at cinemadraft to check out all of our corporate information, all of our stories, the latest, the greatest, I put the podcast up there, call sheet of the week, tournament results, all that good stuff. And also you can you know, you may even see stuff that I like, stuff that I've been, been reading on medium.com as well. It's where we host our corporate blog, meet the player, all that good stuff. Definitely check it out. Okay, so as promised, as threatened, just the shot list this week. And of course, on the A-list, we're looking at the one, the only Spider-Man Homecoming. Uh, you know, it's going to be a no-brainer. You're going to want to have a headliner from this movie, uh, mostly because it's going to do a hundred bajillion dollars at the box office. How much is it going to do? I don't know. Let's check out hsx.com. Um, this is a site that I like to go to when I really don't know what to do as far as as far as uh, assigning salaries go. And they've been pretty helpful. Look at this. They they have these. So in, with their game, they're basically uh, doing like a a stock-based game where they're assigning, well, I would say assign, where, where they're using, you know, where they're crowdsourcing values as if movies were stocks. And so one thing they like to do are what are called derivatives, where basically uh, they're, it's like an offshoot of the general stock. Generally, they think that Spider-Man Homecoming is probably going to do about $267 million overall over the life of its run. And so so the derivative off of that is opening weekend, where they're making like, you know, a smaller bet on what it's going to do opening weekend. So they think, you know, or the people on that their site believe it's going to do $117.88 million in its opening weekend. Basically, you can assign $1 per million dollars at box office for... Uh, for their pricing on this site. So that was fairly instructive. But but if you look up, say, Despicable Me 3, which definitely was the cock of the walk this past weekend. I mean, and it did $75 million in, its, in its opening weekend. It did, I believe it opened, did it open on Wednesday? It might have opened on a Wednesday, uh, which might have depressed its overall. They thought it'd do about $101.71 million 
223 million overall, which I don't know. I mean, I think it's let's let's see what the Rotten Tomatoes scores have been. I've enjoyed this Pickle Meats franchise. I love Agnes. It's so fluffy. It's my girl. It's so fluffy. I'm just gonna, I just want to die. Oh, I love you, Agnes. I'm gonna see you, Agnes. I'm gonna see you soon, Agnes. Oh, interesting. Only a 62% on the tomato meter. That's really low for a Pixar film. Um, maybe it's franchise fatigue. Maybe it's actually. I'm sorry. It's not. You know what? I I apologize. It is not. Despicable Me is three. Is not a Pixar film. Despicable Me franchise is from Illumination. That's Chris Melanandri and 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 folks. But even even still, it's it's gotten really good reviews. I believe the first two, so 62% is is really fairly low. That actually might depress its overall box office take. I wish they'd actually kind of consulted this. Now I think about it, because not I mean these movies are generally pretty uh, review proof. I mean these are family films. Uh, the lane is pretty much cleared out uh, over this past week for family films. I wouldn't necessarily call Transformers a family film. Too much stuff blows up per se, but but the lane's been cleared out for an animated family film. Um, they are generally review proof. Uh, so, but having only a 62% on the tomato meter, you know, that's that's interesting. That's I did not account for that. Um, that actually might depress some of its its uh, second week second weekend box office. Um, I had oh, actually, I'm sorry, this is last week's. I had uh, uh, taken it down a notch about maybe 7,000 on average. And actually, no, it looks like about 5,000 on average um, in salary for its second weekend. But this actually might be overpriced um, uh, now that I think about it. Because if it does, let's see. I mean, so if it did 72.5 million its opening weekend, and actually, and, and whatever we did on for scoring, we were working off of generally estimates. Um, at the box office over the weekend. Uh, I know Rough Night did not report at the time. Did, it rep- did they ever catch up with it? Rough Night? Nope. I hope it hasn't disappeared from the box office because I think we have it in our talent pool this week. That would be very, very sad and distressing. Um, <clears throat> but, uh, but basically, yeah, so 72.4. Uh, one million. If you assume a sixty percent drop, basically twenty-four minus fifty percent. So you're looking at thirty-six point two million. Twenty-five million is probably kind of overvalued, even for a non-headliner. I don't know. I have to think about that one. Obviously, we're only gonna be able to get one of these in with Spider-Man: Homecoming. A lot of excitement about this film. People are saying it's one of the best Marvel films yet. But of course, to be honest with you, they say they say that about all the Marvel films that these are the best Marvel films yet. So take that with a grain of salt. But that's that's gonna be the building block of our call sheet this week. We're gonna start with a Spider-Man. Actually, I'm sorry. That's right. We're gonna go with the. That's what we're gonna do in the background talent. We're gonna draft a call sheet. So. So, of course, we're going to want to start with the cheaper of the two headliners. Anytime you get a chance, always get the cheaper of the two headliners. And even though he's a titular Spider-Man, Tom Holland is an unknown quantity. His boyish good looks. Let's take a look at Tom Holland real quick. What have we seen him in? Oh, our young, man, our young lad's been busy. I do believe he's British. Uh, he was. That's right. He played uh, Charlie Hunnam's son. 
uh, in Velocity of Z, Monster Calls. No one saw that. He had that brief cameo in uh, Captain America Civil War. Underoos! And then uh, Heart of the Sea, which nobody saw because that looked strange, weird, depressing. Ron Howard, our new steward of the Han Solo uh, movie. R.I.P. directors Phil Lord and Christopher Miller. Chris Miller, Lakeside alumni, class of 93. Okay. Um, so, yeah, so Underoos is up in the heezy. Let's take a look at what else is out there. So now we have a decision coming up. Now, Baby Driver did pretty well, considering it's already you know chase film um, headlined by Ansel Elgort, which might just depress box office in its own. <laughs> no one, I mean, he's been he's been working steadily, but this is really like his first you know truly feature lead type movie. Um, I don't know. I mean, I do we gamble on some more Despicable Me? Let's see what Despicable Me three looks like in here. If we can, if we can shoehorn in Kristen Wiig this week, all right. So at least forty-three thousand seven hundred left for eight slots. That's an average of fifty-four hundred, and then it gets pretty dicey. So if we just go looking at salary-wise, you still have Rough Night out there. You still have, is it the Mummy? Man, I mean, looks. I mean, you have options. I mean, you're not going to be totally bereft, but I just don't know. I mean, this this might just be a, a stars and scrubs type week, like an extreme stars and scrubs type week. Um, man, who do you go with at this point? Um, I don't know. It's not looking too promising. Um, I'm trying to think. Who's got like the, the little hours did really well. If we're looking at uh, movies that did a little well, it did really well. Only on two screens, thirty thousand per screen. We know it's not sustainable. It just have no idea about its release pattern. The little hours. Um, another one that did well in limited release. Well, see the big stick. Now here's now here's a bit of a wild card. Now. Now, now, people did really well with the big sick last week because we had no idea how many screens it would expand to. We went to 71 screens. I'm estimating slash guesstimating it's going to expand to 150 screens. We've priced it up accordingly. Check it out. The big sick. The beguile did its thing uh, on limited release. But that's another one where it's kind of it's, – it's a tweener, so which is – a term that, that that's often used in basketball for for a somewhat positionless basketball player. It's not used, you know, terribly affectionately. It's like he's not a guard, he's not a forward, he's kind of a tweener. We don't know where to put him. Now, you know, you hear someone like Jalen Rose, a former NBA basketball player, say that positions are these arbitrary things assigned to basketball players for novices so they could follow the game. But sometimes it can really, you know, be true. It's like sometimes you just need a solid small forward and you need someone who knows his role can fill his role and because they don't quite fit one role and don't quite fit another role they're tweener they kind of get lost in the mix the role is undefined and it drags down the overall performance of the team in this case the tweener you know a, a tweener type movie 
could be the death of our call sheet only because sometimes you just need someone to to fill a role all right this movie is going to be limited it's going to be it's going to do well limited it's going to you know you know we can we can trust the rock in this actor's hands and and turn it over to them and let them go this week it's going to it's going to be tough because you just don't know if you if you if it's going to be safer going with a tweener or you know you know like or like like the beguiled where you're going to be on 700 800 screens most likely but you're only going to do about i mean only i mean you did 3.1 million 3.2 million essentially you know pretty healthy per screen average of 46 uh 100 almost 4700 per and, and if you look at per screen averages i mean look at the big sick is just cleaning up the reviews for this thing are off the charts this one definitely knows its role but we have priced it accordingly you're not gonna be able to stack up on the big sick without sacrificing some salary look at it so starting at nine thousand, on the big sick going all the way up to 9500 with kumail nanjani the headliner and star the big sick and this thing is just getting such incredible press i actually now want to go see it in the theaters it, a, a non-dbox film no explosions no seat moving i'm i'm definitely curious about the big sick the big sick um yeah look at i mean you know an effortlessly funny charming romantic comedy i mean i'm sure i mean it's tomato meter is like off the charts look, oh, wow look at that 93 percent for spider-man homecoming all right so don't put your herd get as much spider-man as you can which is probably going to only be a headliner but uh the big sick i mean it's it's up there i mean it's uh it's rotten tomato score so the Rotten Tomato score for Spider-Man Homecoming, 93%. That's pretty amazing. Oh, look at it. 96% for the big sick. That's pretty strong. Uh, out of 111 reviews counted, 107 fresh. Only four rotten. Is that you, Manola Dargis? <laughs> Just some shade for Manola Dargis, my nemesis from my old reviewing days. So, yes. Big sick. Um... So yeah, so the big six is going to cost you. So you have to you have a choice to make. Are you going to pile up on something like the big six, which is only going to be on 150 screens estimated? I mean, and, and for all we know, I mean, I know it expands wider next weekend, not this weekend that we're playing, but next weekend, I believe it goes to like limited release status, like maybe a thousand screens or something. Right now, it we're guessing it still could be platform. So if it stays platform. I don't know. I mean, you know, there's there's a calculus we made. Do you? get a second weekend of Spickle Me 3, which might only do about 36 to 40 million, or do you stockpile on the Big Sick? Because look, look what the Big Sick did for us last weekend. Look at, I mean, the Big Sick did uh, 1.65 million, which at one point per 100,000 in our Cinema Draft game in platform release is going to get you, you know, uh, 16.5 points or 23.1 headliner points. I don't know. So it's, it's, it's tough. Like, I don't want to give you, you know, a very safe strategy unnecessarily. There might be some value in the big sick. Look at this film, Madi. Madi, you know, which was not in the talent pool last week. Madi did a, a hundred thousand on 32 screens, about 3000 screens per pretty strong. Um, you know, it, it might expand some, this might, this, this, if, if it expands at any at all, if it does like maybe 50 screens at say 2,500 per screen, 
Yeah, you're only looking at 125,000. Never mind Mahdi. Skip Mahdi. Just trying to be different. Uh, but no, so I don't know. It's just going to be an interesting weekend. It'll be interesting to see, you know, the constructions. Um, just for sake of argument, this is a more, what I would consider to be a more classical construction. Um, actually, let's, let's, let me take a look at something real quick. Uh, Spider-Man. Can we do two Spider-Mans in here? First, can can we can we do two homecomings in here? What if we did? I don't think so. It looks cost prohibitive. Forty. Oh my goodness. Oh no. Oh no. You can. Oh my goodness. Well, you know what? It might be a wrap. That I guess we found our strategy. I mean, you, I mean, it's gonna be it's gonna be tight. But you, if you do two Spider Mans and punt the rest of your call sheet. You know, there, there's, there's a path forward. It's not going to be pretty, folks. I mean, you're going to have a lot of Guardians of the Galaxy, which, who are still seeing these movies? I don't understand. I don't understand. Guardians of the Galaxy last weekend in the Cinema Draft game did 1.54 uh, million at the box office, 3.08 points or 4.31 headliner points. It's it's in limited release. It's still too wide. I don't. So my guessment for this week is that is that it's going to do the Guardians of the Galaxy, which has been out for now two and a half months, almost three months. Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two. Uh, I mean, it's it's a candidate to get into platform. If it gets in the platform, I love it all day. Uh, right now, I'm guessing it might just just be outside of platform limited release, and that really could screw you. So let's let's take a closer look at what's out there for us in limited release for for this for this price point. And actually, let's do something I don't really normally do here. Let's go purely by salary, highest to lowest. Okay, here we go. So this is what you're looking at. Because basically, if, if you do two Spider-Mans, you're left with on average 5,100 uh, for those last for those last remaining eight sl uh, call sheet slots. And so this is this is this is all this is what this is all you got. Basically, all you can look at is 5,200 and below, and you have limited in platform releases. Act oh, actually, oh wow. So you can have you're gonna get one. Mahdi, basically, or Captain Underpants, or Rough Knight, or The Little Hours. I would avoid Rough Knight. The fact that it's not tracking on our box office is very scary. You could truly be left with just a minimum score of one point or 1.40 for a headliner. Um, but yeah, but on average, you're looking at 5,125 uh, per actor, so you got to keep it Got to keep it tight. Got to keep it right. So, as as far as platform goes, you are you're gonna have to punt with Madi and then stock up on either the Little Hours, Captain Underpants, Pirates of the Caribbean, or Guardians, and or the or the Mummy or the Mummy. The Mummy actually has shown has showed si signs of life last week. Actually, the Mummy is what helped win uh, Call She of the Week for Gamble Twenty Four Seven. So, so I think. If there's safety in, if if there's any kind of safety to be had, I think you're gonna want to stock up on on uh, the mummy for as cheaply as possible. So let's click on the mummy. Let's see what we can afford 
out here. You definitely can't afford these headliners. They're out of our price range. But let's take as much of the mummy in this lower rung as we can. So there's four of them, 5,000 or less. Okay, awesome. Let's see what kind of call sheet leaves for us here. And, and be honest with you, I mean, this is going to be a week where, where if you go this this strategy, it's definitely it's definitely going to be. Uh, I mean, it's definitely going to be wide open as far as like uh, what what movies do we think are going to perform? I mean, I mean, it, it's a crapshoot. I mean, once you start getting toward the bottom of the box office barrel, I mean, anything goes. Anyone could win uh, as, as far as like movies go. It could it's going to be very tight towards the top. You know, I mean, what movies are stackable? I mean, it's I mean, it's hard to tell because they're all in this. In, I mean, when you look at the box office. In in our price range for these movies from last week, I mean, you know, I mean, three points, two points, five points. I mean, what are we talking about? Here? Captain Underwood is two points. I mean, who knows? Who knows what assemblage of actors from these movies and what in what amount? You know, are we stacking on the Mummy? Are we stacking on Guardians? Are we doing a mix? You know, do we need five actors from Guardians? Do we need five actors from the Mummy? You know, it's it's a crapshoot. Who knows? So it, I, I so I predict a lot of tightly packed scores, a lot of sharing in the same brain. Uh, we'll get more intel later on today. Today is Wednesday, uh, July fifth. We'll get more intel, which will inform our decisions and definitely change our call sheets. But for now, you know, we're 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 going as cheap as possible. Uh, Twenty-one thousand for one, two, three, four slots left. So we're still looking at. At about you know fifty five hundred fifty two fifty and some change, uh, we definitely need to get a platform release up in there. We might we might save that for uh, the little hours need be. Let's get some pirates in here. Pirates still has little juice in it and still a distinct possibility it could go platform. Man, eleven thousand. So fifty-five. Okay, so now we've got a little breathing room. Now we can go up to fifty-five hundred. So let's see what's out there in fifty-five hundred land. That might even be able to afford us a headliner from one of these. Uh, let's see. God, all eyes on me. What did that do, if anything? God, it looked like. I mean, talk about a drop off. And I told you, it's not a good movie. Great Tupac concert film. Terrible movie. Even that did okay. That one, though, we're expecting is going to drop into platform, aren't we? Uh, and actually, let me undo this. That one we expect will drop into platform. All eyes on me. Yeah, about 400 screens. What did it do per screen? <clears throat> I'm still not a huge fan of what it's doing per screen. Uh, 1,400 per screen. 42 million overall for what I think was like a 16, 20 million dollar budget. So, you know, kudos to them. They got their money on a terrible, terrible film. Um, man, this is this is rough. How do we fill out the rest of these slots? This is this is going to be tight. Uh, so, if we have 11,000 left, can we do 5,600? Do we have? Are there any headliners out here to be had that we want? At these prices, Beatrice at dinner, we think actually might fall into platform. What did Beatrice do per screen? Beatrice, Beatrice at dinner, yeah, sixteen hundred per screen. 
Oh man, I don't know. This, this is this is tough. This is this is where you know winners and losers will be decided. Because if we do Javier as a headliner, which I'm tempted to, the hero. <clears throat> what did the hero do? The hero actually had a pretty good week. Two thousand per screen. Eight hundred. Wow. Eight hundred thousand. Because hmm. let's say it drops to. 1400 per screen and it's on the estimate 450 screens six you know let's, let's let's do the hero let's let's see if we if we can afford the hero may not be able to get uh <clears throat> we may not be able to get a headliner mm. actually let's do this let's get Laura Prepon as a headliner from the hero and just fingers crossed that people are seeing this damn movie still. And then we have a $5,000 slot left over. Okay, perfect. So let's just punt salary. What can we get for 5,000? Because now we fulfilled our platform release with Laura Prepon as the headliner from The Hero. And so 5,000, what can we afford? Is it Captain Underpants? Is it Rough Night? No, it's definitely not Rough Night. I think it's gonna be Guardians of the Galaxy. This is Keep it safe because even it, with declining box office last week, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy 3.08 <clears throat> points to Captain Underpants 2.26. Um, they were both limited releases, so screw it. Let's go Guardians of the Galaxy. This might be your call sheet here, folks. If we're assuming, you know, let's just say for sake of argument, 110 million opener for uh, Spider Man. With our headliner and Tom Holland, that's 154 points. So plus another 110 with Bokeem Woodbine. Yeah, and shout out to Bokeem Woodbine. This brother still getting work. Dead dead presidents. Who, who remembers dead presidents? That might be before some of y'all's time. I'm old. I'm 41. But man, remember dead presidents back in undergrad, seeing that movie at the Clark Atlanta University um, their version of the, of the Civic Center, um, Dead President Bokeem Woodbine. So that brother was going to blow up. Shout out to Bokeem. Uh, Chasty Ballesteros. What movie is this? This is okay. So this is the Mummy. So yes, then then we get like our influx of the Mummy. So with the Mummy from last week doing about 2.94 million in limited release. Let's say it does another 2 million in limited. So that's essentially four points each so one two three four so another 16 points for that um Golshedhev, uh oh yeah so it's now we're going back to pirates pirates also didn't do a bunch 2.53 million okay so assume another two million for that so we're looking at another four points if it stays in limited which I believe it may. So one, two more for that. So that's another eight points for Pirates. And then uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. I mean, I, it, I, it would please, it, nothing would please me more if Guardians slips into platform. It most likely won't. So that's another one that might do another two million based off of last week's box. No, actually, no, not even. Okay, so that one's going to do probably about a million and million 1.25 million ish so let's just say another let's say another two and a half points say three points no another two points 
That one's rapidly running out of steam. So up to 290. And then, yeah, Laura Propon in The Hero, which, you know, The Hero did did its thing last week. Um, if it if it does about 1,500 per screen, let's, it, let's just hope for another six and a half points out of it times 1.4. So, you know, as a headline, another 11 points. So this could be a 300-point call sheet. That adds up to me in my head at 301 points. There's your call sheet. Wow, I didn't. I, I did not know we could get two Spider-Mans up in there. That's very intriguing. So it'll be very, it'll be very intriguing to see what kind of strategies come out this week. Definitely looking forward to seeing the call sheets everyone comes up with. Uh, appreciate your support. Appreciate all you know, all the early call sheets. Definitely stay tuned um, as more information comes across the pike. You know, sign up for a group chat. We're always sharing information in there. They get all the good stuff first. They get the the first cracks at at uh, at the at our YouTube podcast. They get first cracks on the Intel box office mojo, box office pro predictions. Everything goes down in the group chats. Definitely check us out and you know follow us as you've normally done. We are on Facebook, Twitter. Instagram. Hell, we even have a Pinterest tr- uh, page. Kind of exciting. Look at our Pinterest. Look at us go. Eight whole followers. Few the proud. Uh, so yes, yeah, so we're everywhere. Subscribe to us on iTunes, SoundCloud, all that good stuff. Our corporate blog is at medium.com slash at cinema draft. Um, and good stuff. Check out the fireside chat coming up. I guess I'll be on this thing in an hour. Um, and definitely appreciate your support. You know, spread the word. Get your friends playing this game. We need people. The more people, the more money. The more money, the more people. Uh, and some really cool stuff going on with the game. Uh, yeah, appreciate your support. Group chat. Shout out to the group chat. Our numbers are growing slowly but surely. And yeah, thanks everybody for, for your support. And it's, I don't know if you guys have the week off on this weird holiday weekend, all you, you working folk, but between now and the next podcast, why don't you go see a movie or something?